I might have to edit my damn my own damn show, man. Shoot. Hold on, you guys. I'm getting it set up um, on YouTube. What's up, you guys? What's up, YouTube? Hold on. I'm coming. I'm coming. Let's see. This is not an old song by Sam and Dave, huh? You guys know that song. Oh, wait. Oh, huh. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Here we go. There I am. Ah. How you guys doing? I bet you guys were like, what song was Lisa playing uh, for you guys out there in YouTube land? Uh, I was going to start the show off with a little Kim song, How Many Licks. Hmm. And I thought I would do a good job as far as uh, turning the volume down, you know, for the you know, the stuff she says. But you know what? Man, song's just too damn nasty. Okay? <laughs> oh, God, look, I just looked up on at my TV. Guess who's talking? Honey, Kim Kardashian, honey, what's she talking about? Uh oh. She's a good person. Like, oh my God. Listen to him. Oh God, she got her lips even bigger. Oh, look, and she's being interviewed by Van Jones. You know he likes that. Right? We know how Van. You know he likes that. What's up, Karen? I'm just acting a fool right now. Look at look at Kim Kardashian being our savior, honey. Mm-hmm. Anyway, y'all, let me turn her down. Okay. Anyway, you guys, hello. I didn't introduce myself. Well, I introduced myself with a nasty little Kim song. <laughs> I might have to edit out. I only played like 30 seconds. But um, welcome, you guys. My name is Lisa. Uh, Welcome to the Lisa Effect. I am usually here every Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, right here on blogtalkradio.com. And right now I am also live on YouTube. If you want to give me a call and, you know, you got any thoughts or anything like that, feel free to call me, 996. Five three six nine. Press one on your keypad if you want to talk to me. And I do have my chat room open on YouTube, so you can talk to me there. I don't know. I'm not, I'm having trouble on Blog Talk. Hold on, guys. Uh, hold up. Hold up. I had a hard time trying to open it. Let me see. Oh. Yeah, it's my slow desktop. So, yeah. So, anyway, you guys, if you want to chit-chat with me, you can call in. Or, um, like I said, I'm on YouTube Live right now. You can get into the chat room. Hope everybody is doing good. Today's date is Thursday, June the 7th, 2018. And I feel good tonight because I have the day off tomorrow. So that means me and you, we can talk forever, y'all. <laughs> we can talk forever tonight, okay, because I can stay up late tonight. So, hey, you know, we can do this show as long as you want. Hey, 
you know, we shall see. So, yes, I hope you guys are doing good. I was just, what, didn't I just do a show Monday? Yeah, I just did a show on Monday. Um, Oh, talking about, uh, wasn't my last show about Kim Kardashian? Oh, my God. And see, and I'm giving her a little bit of credit because y'all know I hate to say her name. I usually just call her the hoe, but uh, oh no, we'll see. You know, I might have to give her a little bit more respect and, you know, call her by her given name. <laughs> now, I did start the show off by playing Little Kim because, you know, Little Kim in that song, How Many Licks, she was talking about, you know, how all the guys, you know, all the guys in jail got her poster, and she'd be starting fights in the yard, you know, while they're fighting over and stuff. But I don't know, little Kim. We got this other little Kim. You know, we got this Kim right here. <laughs> she might be taking your place. I don't know, because she gets people out of jail and everything. So I don't know. Look at her. She got on a turtleneck. She's talking to Van Jones. They got a fake fireplace going, and she has... <laughs> Oh my God, she has her. She has on a long sleeve shirt, and literally, it she has on a mock turtleneck, you know, covering up to her neck, y'all. And she has on a pair of pants. You know, she knows she knows you know how to be classy when she want to be. I guess. <laughs> anyway, okay. Anyway, what else was I gonna say? Oh. If you guys want to hear some of my old shows, over 250 of them, uh, type in The Lisa Effect, A-F-F-E-C-T. You'll find me on iTunes, all my old shows, Podcast Republic. Uh, Where else am I on? Uh, Oh, Stitcher Radio. I'm on the TuneIn app. My show is on there, and I do have a blog as well with all kinds of uh, live news feeds. Um, everything from TV One to, I think, Forbes Magazine. Hey, whatever you're looking for. Oh, yeah, we're going to get to it, Karen. <coughs> She's trying to get into black folks' good graces. But you know what, uh, Karen? It seemed like uh, we never really hated her in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Especially the brothers, you know. You know, they never hated Kim Kardashian. <laughs> Oh, God, but we're going to get to that, you guys. First, why don't we get into some news? And like I always say about my news, my news stories are not in order of importance or anything like that. I just go ahead and see different news stories online, and I, you know, jot them down real quick. If you guys, you know, have a news story to share with me, hell, call in or put it in the YouTube chat room, and we can talk about it. Oh, and before I start my show, you did hear that little bit of little Kim, right? <laughs> yes, my show is uncensored. Um, I do cuss from time to time, and yes, you might hear me say the N-word, so there you go. Why is Kim Kardashian, she try to wear her hair like a Beyonce? Oh, God, anyway. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah. Uh, Karen, I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't know. You think there's a lot of black men that with him Kardashian down? Mm, I don't know. I don't know, Karen. I don't know. Mm-hmm. We'll see. All right, you guys. So, what was that? Oh, okay, that was me. Never mind. All righty. So, let's start with the news. 
Joy Reid. I don't know if I just did this episode. I mean, if I talked about her last week or not. Uh, Joy, you know Joy Reid. She's the anchor on MSNBC. And uh, I think I talked about this already. She keeps saying she's sorry. I guess she had a blog. It's not funny. She has a blog. It's old, you know, uh, and she's been, you know, she said some stuff on her blog from back in the day. Well, it wasn't that far back because she started the blog in 2005. I don't know when she ended the blog. So we're not talking about, like, years ago because isn't Joy, isn't she almost 50 or 50 or something like that? So it's not like, oh, you know, this is something I said when I was 20. It's like, no, you said it's pretty recent to Joy. Uh, Joy has said some, I guess, some homophobic things in her blog, and uh, she has apologized for that. No, 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 I forgot. First, didn't she? Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah, she said some homophobic stuff. Uh, She said something allegedly about Anderson Cooper, right? And then she had said, I don't know who wrote all that. I think my computer was hacked. You know, and then that's when the FBI was like, oh, well, you know, we're going to have joy. Wow. You know, let us look at your computer and let's see, you know. And uh, nothing was found as far as hacking. Then after that, uh, she said something else, didn't she? Oh, then she was telling everybody to check out Alex uh, Jones. Uh, Alex Jones is this guy, he believes in a lot of weird conspiracy theories. And, uh, like, he believes, like, you know, certain things like when there's a mass killing, oh, it didn't happen, it wasn't real. Like with uh, Sandy Hook, you know, what is 19 or 20 children uh, were massacred. He said that didn't happen. So as far as I know, um, some of the parents will be suing him for that because they're like, uh, my children are dead. It really happened. So he's being sued for that. But back in the day, uh, Joy was like, check out Alex Jones's, um, I guess he did something about 9-11 and how it may be fake. You know, and I know a lot of other people have said that and everything like that. But I don't know. I just didn't think Joy would, you know, kind of be in that camp. And then, wasn't it just last week? She was talking about Wolf Blitzer. And it's like, oh, he's he's really nice to Jews or something like that. It's like joy, girl. She looking maybe she's independently wealthy and she doesn't need to work at MSNBC. You know, hell, let me work there. Sure. Let me work there. To be honest with you, I kinda like MSNBC a little more than CNN. CNN is becoming more of like an opinion type of a network, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, eh, I kind of want you to tell me, like, real news and different things like that, because uh, I know, uh, but I do like that guy. At first, I didn't like him. What's his name? Cuomo. He has a new show now on CNN and stuff like that. Uh, the show just started. When was it? Just last week? So I've been checking that out. He's had some pretty good little guests. Uh, last night, he had on uh, Sarah Huckabee. You know, he kind of didn't go, uh, they kind of was going at it back and forth, you know. But Cuomo, it seems like he tries to ask, like, questions that the average person wants to know. You know what I'm saying? And some of the anchors on CNN, they kind of like, it's like, damn, is this like an entertainment show, you know? 
it's like, uh, you know, because I think it was just this week, I think Trump passed a law about veterans. I didn't know that. Did you guys know? I didn't know that because allegedly Sarah Huckabee is trying to say CNN didn't cover it. And Cuomo was like, uh, well, we do cover veterans, but he didn't say they covered that story. So I don't like that. I understand you don't like Trump and everything like that. But when he's passing some legislation, (laughs) you know what? Uh, You know, when he's passing some legislation, I kind of would like to know what happened. Oh, Karen, look, you're talking about the brothers and Kim Kardashian. Look, right now the two that are talking about are Don Lemon and Van Jones. (laughs) How ironic, how weird. Well, you know Don Lemon. He's like, man, I don't want her, but still, I think that's interesting. What are they talking about? Van Jones, uh, I'm not too down with Van Jones. Uh, He gets too emotional over stuff that it's like, dude, come on. You know what I mean? He's a little uh, little too emotional uh, for me. It's like I remember when Donald Trump won the presidency, he was like, this is the whitewashing of America. And he was acting a fool. And it's like, but you're going to go home to your white wife. So why are you getting all hot and bothered? You know what I'm saying? It's like. He act like the world was going to end. It's like, boy, bye. Get in your car, you know, go to your wife's wife, and, you know, your wife's wife, and you'll be fine. I mean, God, you know, you know. <laughs> it's like, God, come on, you know. It's like, get like that when we're talking about police brutality and things of that nature, you know. He'd be taking it like zero to 100. And didn't he even, isn't he even on CNN because of Obama? Because you remember Obama, wasn't, didn't he work under the Obama administration briefly? And then the next thing you know, he's on CNN. I don't even think he has a degree in journalism, does he? See, this is what I'm talking about. If you can be on CNN, no degree in journalism, I'm right here. I don't have a degree in journalism. I like to run my mouth. Hey, CNN, check, call me. Well, I did say I kind of like MSNBC better, so I don't know. You know, either one, you know. So, what you say? Oh, hey, True Hunt. What's up? What's up? Uh, you're saying CNN changed their format during the election. Yeah. Well, oh, MSNBC is more liberal. Yeah. You know what, though? It seems like with MSNBC, they try to be a little more balanced. They try. It seems like they try a little harder than CNN. It's like CNN... It seems like they keep talking about Stormy Daniels, Russia, and which is fine. But if it's not anything that, how can I say, of a real substance, can you just hold off on that story till you really get a story? You understand what I'm saying? I mean, they talked more about Stormy Daniels this week than they did about Trump passing legislation about veterans. It's like now I'm going to have to go look up that information for myself about veterans. It's like, come on now. It should be the other way around. Like I said before, veterans be coming back without arms and legs. Shit, I mean, God, can't you take at least five minutes? I mean, I see, that's what I'm talking about. It's like, God. What did you guys say it became about theatrics? That's the word I'm looking for. It's like, come, and you can tell 
like, you know, Don Lemon with his little sarcastic laughs and, oh, God, okay. Like, are we, you know, is this, are these, is this an opinion station? Because if it is, I'll send you my resume. Because all of us up here on YouTube, Blog Talk, we all can run our mouths and have tons of opinions, you know. Or are these people we're watching on TV, do they really have college degrees in journalism? You know what I'm saying? I don't, it's like, ugh, you know. God, the only reason why I'm looking at CNN right now because I can't, um, what is it? I have like Sling TV. So this little package I have doesn't have MSNBC and it doesn't have um, Fox News because I like to be balanced. I don't care if it's Democrat or Republican. Uh, for me personally, I like to see what each side is talking about. You know, that's me. I can't shut down, oh, God, Democrats, liberal, I don't care what they say, you know, and, oh, Republicans, they hate me. I, no, I need to see what both of them are talking about. It's like, what'd you say, Don Lemon? <laughs> hey, RLI, what's up? Don Lemon acts so fake sometimes. I know. He'd be all up in his feelings. It's like, just, oh, I don't know. Where's Dan Rather at? Shit, bring back some God. It's like, come on now, you know? I can understand interjecting your personality in a story. You know, I don't want journalists just to read a piece of paper or whatever, you know? But to laugh and stuff and do little sarcastic remarks, I mean, leave that up to us for YouTube, okay? Leave that up to me. Leave that up to people on Blog Talk, okay? Because you're the one that's supposed to get paid the big bucks trying to dig in deep for a story. So, shit, why don't you do that? Hell, get on my nerves. Yes, Karen Dan Rather. You know what? Dan Rather is, all, is still around. He's on this. I have this channel. Here, where is it? Oh, God, it's this channel where they, um, it's almost like a rock channel. What they'll do is they'll do documentaries on, I don't know, like say ACDC, you know, or Ozzy Osbourne or something like that. And um, actually, Dan Rather will interview different um, acts from different genres of music. Uh, just last night, he was interviewing Shania Twain. I'm like, dang, what's the old girl doing, you know? <laughs> So, yes, I guess that's what he's doing now. God, I forgot what channel it's on. But, yeah, interesting. Yeah, Dan Rather. Oh, yeah, that's what it's called, A-X-S. Yeah. Oh, yeah, True Hunt, Ted Koppel, and Barbara Walters. Yep. Barbara Walters, yes. Getting those interviews. Oh, Walter Cronkite. Dang, true. I didn't want to say Walter Cronkite because I'd be, you know, on my age a little bit, you know, I was going to, you know, leave that to somebody else, but yes, <laughs> I did grow up watching uh, Walter Cronkite um, on TV, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what else was I talking about? Oh, we did all that about joy. Now, what else do you guys feel about Bill Clinton? Bill Clinton acting a fool. I don't know if you've seen this or not. He sat down for an interview with Craig uh, Melvin, and oh my God! Uh, at, at one point, he about Monica Lewinsky and something like that. And uh, Bill said in the interview, um, you know, well, it's not like I got out of the, you know, Monica Lewinsky scandal. He goes, it's not like I got out of there for free, you know. 
it cost me $16 million. You know, talk about the lawyers and all that. Uh, first of all, Bill, quit acting like you was hurting for money. Stop. You know, it's like, uh-uh. Oh, what you saying, True Hunt? All those black folks sitting on CNN, Angela Rye. Oh, yeah. Oh, Angela Rye, that's the one that used to date Common, right? And she starts uh, wilding out. Yeah, April Ryan, April now. April, she be getting on my nerves, I hate to say it, but April is the one. I think she might be the only black woman that uh, is in the press briefings every day. But, you know, she be, uh, April, Don Lemon, uh, Charles Blow. God, that name sounds so familiar. I have the picture in my mind. Oh, the Mark Lamont Hill, Van Jones, white folks still talking about disrespecting the flag, yeah. Uh, they're not doing their job. Yeah, it's a mess. I don't know about journalism nowadays. It's like, dang, like I said, if we're all just going to go on TV and give opinions, damn, let me on Let me on CNN. I can do that, you guys. You guys heard my show. I can wild out, too, you know? Shit. There's one chick on CNN. Ooh, I can't stand. Ooh, I'm not going to say her name. But it's to the point where when she comes on TV, I literally put my TV on mute automatically. You know, I give her five seconds, that's it. I can't, I ain't going to even say who it is, but, ooh, there's no, ooh, that chick right there. I'm like, damn. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah, so anyway, getting back to Bill Clinton acting a fool about Monica Lewinsky. True Hunt, eh. That might be the one. I'm not going to say the name. I, I think you hit the nail right on the head. I'm not going to say it. Let me see. Let me see who this person is. Oh, yes. Nicole. <laughs> oh, my God. I thought this person was a lot older than what they really are. Mm. Let me read about this person. I don't know. Anything about this person. Let me see. Mm, oh, now I remember her. Uh, uh, got it. Oh, God. Oh, sh. Yeah, I'm not going to, I ain't going to say anything more. Yes, that's the one. I can't, I'll even deal with April. I'll even deal with maybe Angela for a little bit, but this other one, oof. Oh, God, forgive me. I don't want to. Mm, you know, oh, another easily rattled black reporter. Yeah, it's like, can we just have a dialogue? We'd be wilding out, not all the time, but we'd be wilding out when it's not even time. It's like, seriously, you gonna wild out over that? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, come on. You know, they could be talking about, uh, I don't know. It could be, and then then they'll always have like the white guy who's a Republican, right? And then usually, right, they'll usually have the white guy that's a Republican. You know, he's pretty cool. He's pretty calm. Then they'll have the black woman. Well, look, can I talk? Can I finish? You know, just to me, stereotypical. You know, and the white guy's like, oh, you know, she's talking louder than him. And, oh, what a, you know, and I'm, yep, neck popping. (laughs) It's like, come on. But you know what's even worse? At the end of all that, I have learned absolutely nothing. 
you know what I mean? After all that, it's like, okay, so your point was what? Because I didn't check, you know. Are you going to let me finish? Okay, well, you interrupted me when I was speaking, so I'm going to interrupt you. It's like, oh, shit, man, shut up. Ooh, ah. Like, shut your ass up. Yeah, yeah, true, yes. They all, oh, it seems like, oh, God, it's just so ridiculous. It's like, what happened? I Oh, I miss Gwen Eiffel. God rest her soul. I don't know if you guys remember Glenn Eiffel. Uh, she was a black uh, newswoman. Uh, she was on PBS. Uh, I really like Glenn Eiffel. You know, she was very professional. She knew how to handle herself. Uh, and, you know, she was moderator uh, for, you know, some presidential debates, you know, and just very classy. You know, I don't know how she was behind the You know, when she got at home, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But, you know very classy, just like, you know what I mean? One of these ladies where if you met her in person, you knew to behave yourself. You know what I mean? Like you're in the presence of somebody that got some sense, you know? But some of these chicks now on these news shows be wilding out, acting a fool. It's like, man, please, if I met them in real life, I'd just be like, what up? (laughs) You know what I mean? What's up, girl? What's up? You know, but when I go, man, sheesh, man, she was a type, man, I would do a curtsy to her, you know, just she knew what she was talking about, you know, so it's like, man, bless her heart, you know, it makes me miss her even more, you know, because I learned a lot from Gwen Eiffel. I really, really did. So, yep. Yep, you're right, True Hunt. Yep, and the next day it's just the same old, same old, yep, wilding out, acting a fool, and then what? The next day, they'll wild out, act a fool over something else, you know. Uh, like, you know, the thing about the Eagles not going to the White House, going to the White House, not going to the White House. Then they got all these people, all the black people, a fool over it, you know, and then we forget about it two days later. It's like, oh, God. Mm-hmm. It's embarrassing. I ain't even going to lie. It is kind of embarrassing, you know. So, yeah. Oh, so anyway, I was talking about Bill Clinton. And uh, how he was, like, trying to play the victim in this interview, talking about the whole Monica Lewinsky thing cost him $16 million. When I left the White House, I had to pay $16 million. Uh, first of all, whose fault is that? Oh, weren't you already in your 50s when you was messing around with Monica Lewinsky and the cigar? Ooh, I wonder, was it even an expensive cigar? You know what I mean? Was it one of those liquor store cigars? Or was it a nice Cuban cigar? You know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm nasty. <laughs> oh, God. And if I'm not mistaken, please look it up. Because like I say, some of the stuff I say, do your own due diligence. You know what I mean? Don't take my word for it. Look it up yourself, you know? Because uh, I'm not a journalist, you know, like Van Jones and Don Lemon. Or the, oh, you know, there's a chick I don't like on CNN. Uh, I just turn her off. What's her name? She comes on in the morning, Baldwin. What's her name? Just, oh, just her face is so sarcastic. and Just, oh, God. Oh, I can't. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. I usually, but you know who I still like? Uh, the OG, honey, Wolf Blitzer. You know, Wolf Blitzer was there from the beginning. 
Because remember, it was Bernard Shaw, you know, the brother, and Wolf Blitzer. They were the first uh, anchors on CNN, you know? So it was like, wow, you know, that's when CNN was new. It's like 24-hour news, you know, it was a new concept, you know? And I, ah, oh, Bernard Shaw. Can you believe we went from Bernard Shaw to Van Jones? Oh, my God. It's almost, you can almost cry, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, my God, what the hell happened? And do you guys remember, uh-oh, I'm going to tell on myself, back in the 80s, do you remember Max Robinson uh, from ABC News? You know, he had the mustache, you know, kind of like a little afro. He was a handsome man. You guys remember him? He passed away a long time ago. But I don't know, as a kid, for some reason, when he would come on the news, I would pay attention. I don't know if because he was black and I'm black. I don't know if because I don't know. Just I paid attention when he was talking. You know, God, and I really hated when he passed away. I was like, oh, so Max Robinson, Bernard Shaw. Somebody call Bernard, Bernard Shaw and get him out of retirement. God, look who we got. To replace those two, we got Don Lemon and Van Jones. Oh, Jesus Christos. Oh, let me do the sign of the cross. Oh, my God. Anyway, I just want to talk about Bill Clinton. Yeah, anyway, basically, he just playing the victim, you know, knowing damn well he was already, like, wasn't he already in his 50s when he was messing around with Monica Lewinsky? How was she, 23, 24, something like that with his old nasty ass, you know? And I know, and to be honest with you, someone said it, too. At the end of all of it, Monica Lewinsky was the one that caught the bad end of it, right? People, oh, I'll never forget people are calling her ugly, calling her fat. Like, oh, my God, how can Bill Clinton even have, you know, even think about being with someone like that? Oh, you know, and I'm like, seriously, but I don't remember them ever mentioning, like, you know, what he did was wrong, you know. I think some Republicans did, but they just did it just because they didn't like Bill Clinton. You know what I mean? They didn't do it, like, for moral reasons. It was just like, ooh, an opportunity, you know, to get on Democrat, you know. So, yeah, oh, if you guys are too young to remember the whole Michael uh, Lewinsky thing, consider yourself blessed. It was a hot mess. It's one of those things I would never want you to relive. Oh, my God. It just, oh. This man could have, thank God, Monica wasn't a terrorist. I mean, she was rocking Bill Clinton. My God. Sin and shame. Yep, true hunt. Oh, let me take the Clintons. I think their combined income, if I'm not mistaken, is almost, isn't it almost a billion dollars? Because I think when Bill Clinton left the White House, uh, his net worth was about $200 million. And that's just him. Okay, so we're talking like, when did he leave the White House, 2000, 2001? Yeah, so that was just his income. So we're talking almost 20 years ago that was his income. But they're talking about him and Hillary. They have made so much money just doing speaking engagements. So, see, that's what I don't like. They try to pretend they ain't got all this money. Remember Hillary was kept talking about Donald Trump's wealth when she almost right up there with him. That's what I don't get, you know. It's like, please, come on, at least Donald Trump, at least he's honest. He's like, look look what I made <laughs> with his crazy ass, you know. 
Look, look at that hotel. Look, that's my name on there. I made it. It's like, yeah, we know, we know. Well, hell, at, le- at least he's honest with it. Like, look, I'm rich, I'm a billionaire, and I ain't never going to let you all forget it. You know, but she's trying to act like she ain't a part of the 1%. That's what gets on my damn nerve. Quit trying to act like you're not rich. Mm-hmm. Yeah, what you say, Karen? Meanwhile, these men aren't attractive. They're just rich. Yeah, but hey, with the women, we'll accept it, right? Right? Oh, yeah, I remember Linda Tripp. Yeah, Karen, you know, somebody she was ugly. Yep, yep. And remember, what's her name? Oh, Paula. Wasn't her name Paula Jones? She had claimed that uh, Bill Clinton had raped her. And I've told this story over and over again, how the media went after her. Talking about she was, how can you be too ugly to be raped? You know, because she had like a big nose and and she had like a, like a curly perm hair with bangs or something like that. And do you know the next thing you know, she got breast implants, she got a nose job, and she straightened her hair. I think she got a new set of teeth, and she posed for Playboy. I was like, bless her heart, they got to you. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, they broke her down. I'm like, mm, mm, mm. Oh, yeah, true, huh? We're going to talk about Giuliani. Oh, my Lord. Mm, mm, mm. Karen said the Republicans played uh, for the plastic surgery. They could have, you know? I just hate it that they dog this girl out so much. It's like, damn, that's a sin and a shame, you know. Mm, mm, mm. Wow. And I don't know, for some reason back then, uh, I kind of believed her, you know. And to this day, you know, I don't know. Bill Clinton is so damn nasty. It's like, wow. Oh, and then when he was interviewed, um, the interviewer, Craig Melvin, um, had asked him, oh, did you ever apologize? And Bill Clinton's like, of course I apologize. I apologize to everybody, you know, talking about in public, you know. And then they said, but what about to Monica? Have you ever said, you know what, Monica, my bad, sold as you. I was the president of the United States. You know, I shouldn't have did this. And Bill Clinton's like, no. You know, almost like um, – He's so arrogant, you know what I mean? Almost like even after all these years, he's still so defiant, you know what I mean? Like, you know, like what, what, you know, what do you, you know, like she was a slut, what, what, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, uh, uh. Oh, Karen said, remember Paula Jones was on Celebrity Boxing? Oh, yeah, oh, it's just a hot mess. Like I said, if you guys don't remember it, oh, God, it was a hot mess. So, yeah, so, yeah, Bill Clinton acting a fool. So it looks like he hasn't changed. Oh, And you all know you heard about the uh, death of Kate Spade, uh, the designer, uh, as she hung herself uh, earlier this week. Uh, she was 55 years old. She left behind a husband and a 13-year-old daughter. And I had no idea her brother-in-law was David Spade. You all know David. Um, the comedian, the actor from Saturday Night Live and all that stuff. I always liked him for some reason. Just the way he looks and just the way he talks, you know. It's like, God, what show was he on that I liked? Oh, God. It was pretty recent. I forgot his last show, but, yeah. Oh, True Hunt, yes, while Bill Clinton was locking us up. 
yeah, playing the saxophone. And you know what? See, that's what I don't understand. Like I've said before, forget Republican, Democrat. All I know is Bill Clinton signed that 1994 crime bill, one of the toughest laws in the history of the United States. And Alice, who we're going to talk about, uh, Alice Johnson, she was under that crime bill. Because, you know, Alice was a go-between, you know, in between drug dealers. That got her life in Clinton, you know. And remember, under Bill Clinton's uh, three strikes law, uh, yeah. So, whoo, yeah, honey. I remember back in those days. Remember those batarans? They were busting down people's doors, you know, because you know, and all this stuff. And ooh, it was a hot mess. So yeah, a whole generation of men and women, uh, especially black women, locked up for life. Um, under Bill Clinton, and that bill came at a cost of $36 billion, $36 billion. and new prisons were created. And uh, if you look, uh, you can do your own research. Please don't take my word for it. Look at stats, and you'll see how the prison rate grew under Bill Clinton. Absolutely amazing. So, yeah, that's why... You know, that's why I understand people freaking out over Donald Trump in all honesty. Do you think he'll pass a crime bill like that at a tune of $36 billion? Trump will build a whole bunch of new prisons. I don't know. We'll see. He might. He might. Oh, and also remember, too, um, under uh, Clinton and uh, George Bush, the dad, uh, the drug kingpins, oh, honey, getting death penalty, y'all. They were not playing. It's like, uh-uh. Because uh, I think I brought this up uh, last uh, on the last show, how, um, you know how it's always the small-time drug dealers that always are the ones that serve the prison time. But no, 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 that's when the laws had changed. Like I said, I think it was the late 1970s uh, through uh, the 80s is when drug kingpins, you know, were getting the death penalty. But some of them were able to get it commuted to life. You know, there was a couple of brothers, uh, you know, that were, uh, you know, some drug kingpins and stuff like that, and, you know, they got caught under that. So, yeah, it was a trip. Mm-hmm. Oh, what you say, a true hunt, neither of the Clintons apologized for those crime laws. No, as a matter of fact, when Hillary Clinton was running for president this time, and Bill Clinton messed her up again, in my opinion. She messed up herself. She would tell her her husband didn't help her case at all. Um, he was being questioned by some young black people about the crime bill, and he did not like to be questioned at all. He said it had to be done. You know, he's like, hey, you know what I'm saying? So you guys, if you research, um, if you research uh, his presidency, Bill Clinton wasn't an ultra liberal, if I'm not mistaken. Like I said, look it up. He strongly supported the death penalty, if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong, but I think Bill Clinton supported the death penalty. So I don't know why we think Bill Clinton is ultra liberal, because remember, under him, we had the "Don't ask, don't tell" in the military. Like, hey, if you're gay, that's fine. But if you want to serve in the military, just don't tell nobody. 
you know, it's like, wait, you know? <laughs> so, no, Bill Clinton is not uh, this, you know, him and his wife, you know, they try to act like they're these ultra-liberals and stuff like that. But when you look at the stuff he says, you know, and the laws he passed, it's kind of like, eh, I don't know. I mean, come on, why do you think him and the Bushes, you know, are like, oh, we're best buddies now, you know. But actually, George Bush, the son, he wasn't really that conservative, was he? You know what I'm saying? So we got to, you know, go back in time, you know, and research some of these presidents. And sometimes you are, you you know, you're in for a rude awakening because sometimes there are things that's like, oh, I forgot about that. I remember I voted for that. You know, that's why I say when you vote, uh, please pay close attention. <laughs> Just don't check off a box, you know, because it uh, it affects a lot of people in the future. You know, so however you vote, I really don't care what party. Just when you check the box. When it comes to propositions, proposals, all that stuff, just do your due diligence and, you know, do your own research and look up all this stuff, you know, new taxes and, you know, all that stuff. Which to me, it's very important. So, mm-hmm. yeah, that's a trip, you guys. So, oh, and Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp look a hot mess, you know, uh, very thin, you know. Very pale, you know, it's like, uh, you know, and who knows, though, it could be uh, maybe it's for a movie role, you know. I remember, um, you guys already know the story of when I met Keanu Reeves, you know, y'all, I could tell you that story over a thousand times. But, yeah, anyway, he was playing in a band. There was only three of them, you know. Uh, One guy played drums, one guy was a singer, and Keanu Reeves played guitar, you know. And they were playing a lot of these small little venues, you know, out here in California, you know. And they were cheap to get in, you know. It wasn't like, come see Keanu Reeves perform, $100. It's like, no, because the name of their group was Dog Star, you know. So, no, and they was like any other group. They charge you the same rate as they would any other group. But anyway, to make a long story short, I had met him and talked to him before he was in the first Matrix. Uh, When I had talked to him, he was just going to go into training for the first Matrix. And then I know it had to have been maybe a year later or something like that, I had seen him perform with the band, and his head was shaved, and he didn't have any eyebrows. And I was like, oh, crap, is he dying? What happened? But if you remember in the Matrix Part 2, I think it's Part 2, Uh, There's one part of the movie where he is bald-headed and no eyebrows or something. I thought it was makeup, but I guess the dude shaved his head in real life for the role. So maybe Johnny Depp, maybe he's looking like that because he's going to play a character. I don't know. Yeah, so we'll see about that. The Eagles, what's up, y'all? I don't understand the story about them not going to the White House. They were going. I don't know if y'all got some more information on it, you know, because, uh, yeah, because I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't keep up too much with that story because, come on, I kind of already knew uh, what was up. You know, I already know when uh, the NFL season starts, all the guys will be saluting the flag or, you know what I mean. So 
I'm not going to waste a lot of my energy on this. So it's like, uh-uh. Yeah. What else, oh, Samantha B? Samantha B. Trying to get publicity. Yeah, because I didn't know who she was. She is a comedian, and she has her own show. Is it on TBS or TNT? I don't know. I forgot. Sorry, you guys. Well, anyway, she was the one that called the first lady a cunt and all that stuff. So anyway, she did issue an apology, and it was tacky. You know, she didn't say, I sincerely apologize to you, da-da-da. It was almost like a dissertation about other things, and it's like, okay, so this really isn't an apology. You know what I mean? Oh, she's on, oh, thanks, Karen, she's on TBS. Now, the thing is this. I thought when she called a homegirl a cunt, what's the name, Melania, the first lady or whatever, when she called her a cunt, my first reaction was like, oh, my God, what did Melania say for you to call her that? I was like, oh, what what, what did she say? She didn't say nothing. I think she, um, sorry, Ivanka. Yeah, she called Trump's daughter. I'm sorry. She called Ivanka Trump's that. And I was like, what did Ivanka say? Is she talking out of pocket? Well, no, it was a picture of her, I believe, and her children. And um, Samantha V didn't like the fact that she feels Ivanka isn't working hard when it comes to immigration. It's like, okay, Samantha, where were you, you know, when black people were talking about police brutality? See, this is what I don't like. You know, black men laying dead in the street. Uh, you know, let's look up Samantha B on the internet and let's see what she said about that. Not a damn thing, you know. So now the immigration issue, you know, a lot of people are using that issue to get publicity, and I don't like that because out here in California, you know, uh, we have a very high uh, immigration. Um, you know what I mean? Hell, especially from Mexico, we're right next door to Mexico, so uh, we have a lot of immigrants in California. Illegal immigrants and legal. You know what I mean? And I don't like it. And whether you, your view on immigrants, illegal, whatever, don't use that topic, you know, to try to get viewership. It's like, come on now, seriously. If you care that much, why don't you adopt? Uh, You know, you can sponsor. You probably could sponsor one of these families, you know? Why don't you do that? Get on my nerves, all this fake anger. It's like, that's what I hate. You know, just this fake anger. I mean, does Samantha really care about immigrants? Really? I mean, does she have a history of helping them? Because every time someone talks about their story, they never say, well, you know, Samantha, she's been helping immigrants for the past five years. This is very near and dear to her heart. You know what I mean? Now all of a sudden Trump is talking about illegal immigration and all this stuff. Now all of a sudden she, oh, yeah, I'm like, oh, please. Get on my nerves. That's why, uh-uh. What did you say, Karen? Samantha's Canadian. That's why she's on immigration. But usually in Canada, they come over here legally. You know, we've never, you know, as far as I know, we've never stopped Canadians. You know what I mean? There's really not a problem with Canadians, you know, coming into this country. Not that I know of. You know, you understand what I'm saying? So for her to try to act like, you know what I mean? Oh, we should get on my nerves. It's like, uh-uh. Look, she just became a citizen. Yeah, see, look. Look, just became a citizen. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. She knows she don't have a problem. Please. Why don't she take some of her paycheck? 
and why don't she help? I could actually take her places where immigrants need help, okay, if she's if it's really that near and dear to her heart. And if she feels Ivanka's not doing the job, why don't you do like Kim Kardashian <laughs> and take your ass to the White House and get some stuff done? How's that? <laughs> or do you say, Carol, yeah, they don't mind the white immigrants, yeah. But you know what? To be honest with you, this is my personal opinion, I think if there were a lot of black immigrants coming into this country, I do think the narrative would be very different. I do think people would be like, you know what, mm, it's time for them to get out. You know what I'm saying? I don't think they mm, – do you think people would be sympathetic? I don't know because remember with Haiti and stuff like that, they was like, uh-uh, we're going to give you all some food and water. You all stay over there in Haiti, but uh-uh, don't be trying to come over here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Even in Darfur. You know what I mean with all the stuff that was going on there. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know if we took in a lot of Africans. You understand what I mean? It's like, I don't know. And then when it comes to uh, immigration from Mexico, in my personal opinion, I feel some people feel irritated about it, but not hateful. You know what I mean? Because it seems like, I hate to say it, but it seems like with black people, there's more of a hateful attitude, you know, uh, more of like, um, you know what I mean? Because you, usually when they talk about immigrants, whether illegal or, Im- or illegal, they're like, oh, they're taking all our jobs, you know. But then when it comes to black people, oh, God, I just hate them. They're not even human. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, uh, you know what? It's like, uh, you know what I mean? It's kind of like, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I do think, because I remember uh, with George Bush, you know, he had compassion uh, for the illegal immigrants. Um, Same thing with uh, Obama had compassion, you know, for the illegal immigrants, which is fine. I'm not saying not to have compassion, but, you know, just don't raise my taxes to take care of them. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Because it's like, you know, it's like, mm-mm, please, you know. Oh, yeah, but I could talk about that topic mm, for a while. Yeah, but it's like, uh-uh. Yeah, but like I said, I think if there was a whole bunch of black people from other countries trying to pour into this country, I think that wall would already been built a long time ago. <laughs> but <laughs> using the best product known to man, uh, trust and believe. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I think with the immigrants coming from Latin American countries, I think, see, that is kind of just irritating. You know what I mean? But not like real hate, like I want to winch them. You know, it's like, eh. You know, that's kind of safe for us. You know what I mean? So it's like, equally, you know, crazy. Look at me speaking Spanish, y'all, you know. I wish I knew more Spanish. I know a lot of the vocabulary. Oh, it just gets hard for me to put sentences together. I can understand, like, it's like I said, I think I said this in another episode. If two people are speaking in Spanish, I can understand most of their conversation. Not all of it but I can kind of get an idea of the subject they're talking about. You know what I mean? Um, 
I don't, you know, like I said, hey, what are you doing for the weekend? Oh, you know, I'm going to the, you know, movies, you know, with my novio. You know, that's my boyfriend. You know what I mean? And then we're going to do that. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, okay, she's going to the movies this weekend with a man, you know. Uh, but, yeah, I can't understand everything, but I kind of can under. I know enough to get by, you know. I remember years and years ago, this was, I was I a teenager? I think I was a teenager, and I was catching the bus, and uh, the bus broke down. So we all had to get off the bus. There was a lady on the bus. She did not know any English at all. I mean, she was like, what's happening? You know, and we were trying to tell her the bus is broke. She didn't know any English at all. And I know there was this young white guy. He goes, oh, you guys want to use my phone? Because, you know, this was kind of before the age of cell phones got real popular. And so um, he lived not too far from where the bus broke down. So he put his phone uh, on the porch, you know, because he's like, you know, y'all ain't coming in my house. You know, so we took turns using the phone. It wasn't that many of us anyway. So it wasn't like. 30 people lining up to use his phone. It was like less than 10 of us. And she couldn't use the phone because she didn't know any English at all. So she couldn't dial a phone or whatever. And I, you know, pieced together some Spanish, you know. And, what, you know, I was like, you know, where do you live at? You know, I don't know. I think I said, don't eBay or something like that, you know. And then she told me where she lived at. I said, oh, okay. And then my sister came and picked me up, you know, and I told her, you know, get in the car row, you know, and she was looking a little hesitant, but, you know, she came in the car with us. And then, you know, I was like, and it was hot that day, you know, so I was trying to make her feel comfortable, you know, because she's like, she don't know English, you know, she doesn't know where she's going, you know, whatever. So, you know, I try to make, you know, a little small talk with her. I was like, ooh, hot the calor, you know, like, ooh, sure is hot today, you know. And she was like, see, see. And, um, oh, no, I'm sorry. I I helped her, I think, use the phone because I asked her what was her phone number. And then um, that's how I got her phone number, you know, because she was like, you know, dos, uno, tres. I was like, wait, wait, slow down, girls. Wait, wait, dos. Okay, that's two. Uno is one. Tres is three. You know what I mean? So anyway. So to make a long story short, she got in the car with, uh, but nobody was home, I don't think, at her house. Anyway, she got in the car with me and my sister. We actually was was in her city, and we're like, you know, what street? Calle. You know, in Spanish, that means, you know, Calle, like, you know, what street you on, you know? And I'm like, I keep, you know, like every block we pass this. No, no, you know, because she's looking around for a landmark. I'm like, a key, and she's like, see, see, you know, so we turned on the street, we kept going, you know, and I'm like, casa, you know, like house, you know, like what color is it, you know, and then we found, and she was so grateful to us, you know, but it's like, wow, but, you know, hey, it is what it is, you know, so little situations like that, you know, you know, happen, it is what it is, you know, um, there have been and sometimes out here in California, people would just come up to you and just start speaking Spanish. You know, one lady, she's like, you got changed for a dollar. And she said it in Spanish. So at first I was like, what is she talking about? You know, but she had a dollar, you know, and I was like, is she trying to say change? I'm like, oh, no. 
you know, low being so, you know, like, so sorry, you know, I ain't got it, you know. But anyway, enough about my Spanish, you know. What are we talking about? Oh, we're talking about immigration and all that stuff. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, that topic, uh, as far as immigration goes, I think we have let that topic go on too long. Uh, this is something that should have been taken care of a long time ago, and uh, it's going to be very difficult to get a handle on it. I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, no, I don't think we're ever going to get a handle on it. And not only that, you have to be very careful. Uh, how can I say it? You have to be very careful not to offend people. You, you understand what I'm saying? You can't assume something of somebody. You know what I mean. So. Mm, yeah, so to be honest, I know Trump does a lot of big talk about immigration and stuff, but I don't know. We shall see. And didn't he just hit Mexico with uh, what? No, he hit Mexico with some tariffs, right? And now Mexico, didn't they hit us with uh, $3 billion tariffs, right, if I'm not mistaken? So we'll see how that goes. So anyway, you guys. Oh, um, Tyrese. Did you guys hear about Tyrese? Oh, Lord. You all know the actor Tyrese. Evidently, uh, he is being sued by a credit card company because he owes $61,000. It's like Tyrese. Now, who knows if this story is true or not? I mean, who knows? But uh, it could be. You know what I'm saying? Now, I will say in Tyrese's defense a little bit, Sometimes when, you know, you're making money and stuff, could it be possible that his accountant or whoever's handling his money might have made a mistake? You know what I mean? Because that has happened before, right, with some of these entertainers. You know, it's like, oops, my bad, I forgot to pay that tax bill for you. You know what I'm saying? So who knows, you know? Oh, yeah, Karen Tyree said he was broke. Yeah. So, and some people are wondering, did he say he was broke so he? I wouldn't have to pay a lot of child support. You know what I mean? So I don't know with Tyrese, you know. But it does seem like he spends a lot of money because looking at his material things, I'm like, Tyrese, are you sure you're pulling in that much money? It's possible, but I'm like, I don't know. I remember he was going back and forth with the law. I already knew he was going to lose that battle. Everybody loves The Rock, right? You know, The Rock is everybody's friend. I sound sarcastic, don't I? Well, you know, he's everybody's friend, you know. So I already knew when he was trying to go at The Rock, it was like, man, please, boy, bye. You know, uh, Karen says he doesn't do a lot of movies and he's probably not spending wise. But yes, I agree. But you know, it's all about all these cars and, oh, it's like, come on. It's like, if you're rich, I mean, who cares? You know, do what you need to do, but just don't do it beyond your means. You understand what I mean? Don't sit up here and, um, how can I say it, uh, like your money is for a, a high-class Mercedes or a high-end Tesla, but you're driving a Bentley. You know what I mean? It's kind of like, come on now. You know, it's like, mm-mm. Yeah, so, ooh, ooh, ooh. Drake, what y'all think about Drake? To be honest, I haven't been keeping up with him and Pusha T, going back and forth with each other. All I know is it looks like that baby may be Drake. 
because he hasn't said nothing. He hasn't denied anything. Oh, what did you say, Karen? Yeah, I remember when Tyree said Will and Jada were going to give him $5 million, and that was on YouTube. Yeah, and that, oh, and that YouTube, uh, yeah, that was kind of, that video was kind of scary. Not scary, but it's like, man, Tyrese, I think you're having a little bit of a mental breakdown. You know what I mean? He was like, look, they're going to give me the money. Look. It's like, oh, my God, you know? It's like, oof. So I hope he's done with whatever he's going through. But then again, he has new wife. Isn't she pregnant right now? It's like, oh, Tyrese. I, she wasted no time, honey, getting pregnant. It's like, wow. Isn't it funny when women marry guys that have money? Isn't it funny how pregnant, they get pregnant so quick, right? All of a sudden, babies everywhere. <laughs> no, and damn well, they probably never wanted to be a mom, right? All of a sudden, they got babies all over the place. Oh, God. But, yeah, Drake, I'm kind of starting to believe that's his kid, y'all. I think that's his kid. I really do. Because, okay. Here's what I'm thinking, you guys. Usually, when it comes to a story like this, usually, you know, there'll be uh, the publicist or their agent will release a statement. Oh, you know, the lawyer for Drake has said these allegations are false. You know what I mean? But, shit, I think that's his baby. I really do. He's been quiet as a mouse. And I hope that's not his baby. The only reason why I say that is because, man, you're denying your child. You know what I mean? We don't care, right? I mean, I'm not like what you call a Drake fan. I only like one Drake song, and that is Hotline Bling. And I love that video. Oh, you know why I love that video? Because Drake dances like me. Yes, Drake cannot dance worth F. <laughs> Oh, my. And, but he sings. Remember, that video was so funny to me. I remember the it, when it came out, I think they released that video. I want to say, was it on New Year's Eve or they were doing the countdown? I forgot. The minute I seen that video, I loved the video. I'm like, look at him thinking he's getting down and he's not. I said, that's me. So, yeah, I would have to say I'm not familiar with his music. I love that song, Hotline Bling. It's in my iTunes library, and I love that freaking video. But uh, Drake fan, no. My daughter, oh, yes, yes. And I'm going to embarrass her. Hell, she's not here, right? Let me tell you something. Uh, His last tour, for her birthday, uh, we gave her tickets to Drake concert. Do you know she fell on her knees and cried? Yeah, I'm like, oh, my God, is it that serious? <laughs> but no, but, you know, my daughter goes way back with Drake. You know, uh, she was a fan of his when he was an actor, you know. So, yeah, so, yeah, but she's all into his lyrics, you know, and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, yeah. Yes, Karen, yes, because uh, when Pusher T, that rapper, he had mentioned something like, hey, Drake, why don't you tell people about your, your kid? And uh, Drake had not responded to that remark. 
how long has it been? Has it been like two weeks now? Drake hasn't said like, man, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Nothing. So that is why I kind of have a feeling Pusher T maybe found out some real information. So who knows, though? It's like, uh, uh, uh. Yeah. What'd you say, Karen? Drake was wrong for the black face with his biracial Canadian ass growing up on TV. <laughs> yeah, because I seen that. I'm like, why is Drake in blackface? And he was saying he did that. I don't know. When was it? You know, it was a while ago. And him and his friend, they were talking about, was it the history of blacks and entertainment or something like that? And that was one of the pictures, uh, you know, about how black people were portrayed you know, back in the day or whatever, you know. So, yeah, it was kind of like a photo shoot, you know. But uh, Pusha T, being very smart, he picked out that one picture, you know, and didn't say where it came from or anything. So it looks like a picture, like, look, Drake is acting a fool. You know what I mean? But it was a part of, you know, something serious he was doing with one of his friends or whatever. But, I mean, it's still blackface, so, you know, it is what it is. So, yep, yep, yep. So, hey. But, hey, with all that, I found out who Pusher T was. Never knew the guy existed. And he's like 40 or something like that. Never knew he existed. So, whatever. <laughs> oh, what about Jeremy Meek? Y'all know Jeremy Meek. Uh, what did they say he was at? Uh, what do they call him? The hot felon. Remember him? Yeah, they called him the hot felon. What'd you say, Ken? There's no reason for blackface. Yeah, because do you guys remember that old movie the Wayne Brothers did? Oh, let me look it up real quick. Remember it was Bamboozled? Did they do blackface in that? Let me see. Because that movie, I don't think it did well at the box office, but it was one of these stories where they were trying to get this black actor to do certain things, and it was kind of like pushing the limits, and he's like, no, nah, man, I ain't doing all that. Let me see. What was it? I think, yeah, it was Bamboozled. I think it was a Spike Lee. Um, let me just look it up real quick. I think it was a Spike Lee movie, if I'm not mistaken. Let me see. I'm not sure if Blackface was in it, but it was something. God, I could have sworn, wasn't there something people didn't like? Yes, it was blackface. Yes, if you look at the, um, yeah, no, wait. Oh, yeah, it was, yep. Uh-huh, it was a satire. Yeah, focusing on an Ivy League educated black writer at a major network. Uh, frustrated that his ideas for a Cosby show type show, uh, Let's see. I, yeah, I guess he was trying to write something of substance. What is this? Oh, and it was rejected by the network. And then he goes, well, hey, just to be a smartass, why don't I revive the minstrel show? You know, and I'll just put the in blackface. And then I think the tables turned on him because they ended up, the network loved it even more. So, you know, it was kind of like a, Drama, satire type thing, you know, so yeah. So yeah, so I remember that. Oh, satire like Chirac. Yeah, I didn't see Chirac, but uh, I'll have to see it. Yeah. 
But yeah, bamboozled. Yes, yes, yes. I, oh, that movie came out in two thousand. Yeah, because I think that I think a lot of people were turned off by, I guess, the concept of the movie. Yeah, because I don't think that movie did uh, pretty well. But it kind of reminds me of like the Watermelon Man. Remember we talked about that movie. So yeah. So yep, yep, yep. What? Oh, me, uh, Jeremy. I was going to say Meek Mill. Yeah, we'll talk about him later. Jeremy Meek, the hot felon. Y'all remember him? You know, he got arrested for a crime, but all these women thought his mug shot. Ooh, he is so fine. The next thing you know, after he got out of jail, he became a model walking the runway. Y'all remember him, right? I'm like, this guy is really a model. I mean, he was, y'all, he was walking runways. Okay, we're talking worldwide. And I'm like, what? But he just got out of jail, you know? It's like, oh, yeah, Karen, I'll have to see Chirac. God, they said it was based on something. I forgot. Because you know how they'll do a movie, but it's kind of like an update of like a, like a Shakespeare or something like that. You know what I mean? And I think Chirac was... I don't know. It seemed like it was based on something. You know what I mean? But, yeah, I'll have to – yeah, matter of fact, I'll have to check that. I think Nick Cannon, I think he's in that movie too, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah. So, anyway, the hot felon, you know, how uh, he ran into this billionaire chick, you know, and uh, this billionaire chick, um, I think she's in the media a lot. I think she's, uh, she's from uh, Britain. I guess she's known for, you know, going to parties, you know, just, hey, hanging out. So anyway, I don't know how she meets this uh, hot felon. I don't know how she meets Jeremy Meeks, but she's like, hey, I like you. And he's like, you're a billionaire. I like you too. So the next thing you know, he's kicking it with her. But remember, Jeremy has a wife and kids, okay? So his wife is like, uh, when you coming home, it was like, dude, are you serious? This man actually left his wife and kids for a rich lady. He's like, see ya, I'm out. Well, guess what Jeremy did? He knocked up this billionaire chick. Oh, yes. <laughs> and she, I think he just had his baby yesterday, as a matter of fact. And I believe his divorce has become final. So Jeremy is like, hey, this billionaire chick wants me. I'll be her sex toy. Wife, kids, see ya. You know, and he knocked her up, too? That's very rare, right? For a billionaire chick to be knocked up and to have the baby? Maybe it ain't rare for Jeremy Meeks. It looks like he's now, he's set for life. It's like, wow. Mm-mm-mm. It's like, wow. Uh, Karen, I think uh, uh, Jeremy Meeks, it looks like he might be biracial, you know? He was a guy in the mugshot. Uh, wasn't he, like, bald-headed? And um, I think he had gray eyes or something like that. He looked kind of creepy to me, you know. But, hey, you know, after he got out of jail, he went, like I said, he went, he got a modeling contract, you know. So I'm like, damn. Can you imagine release from jail, goes straight to a modeling contract, starts modeling all around the world, and, uh, yeah, then this billionaire chick wants him. And I was like, wow. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Karen. Jeremy, when did he become a model? I don't know. Maybe it was two years ago or something like that. Let me look him up. Yeah, because dude was just a, you know, just a criminal. Oh, damn, he got a Wikipedia thing now. Oh, okay, he's 34 years old. He's from Stockton. Look, what is he known for? A mugshot. <laughs> okay, his eyes are blue. Okay, whatever. Oh, my God. Okay, let's see. He was born in Washington. Uh, okay. Uh, yeah, he was charged with robbery, uh, corporal injury to a child. Interesting. Meek had violently assaulted a 16-year-old boy when he was 18. After making a plea deal, he was sentenced to serve two years in a California prison. During this time, he was a member of the North. Uh, while he was in prison, he was serving a 27-month sentence. He was dubbed the hot felon by the media. Wow. And when he got out of prison, he signed with an agency. Oh, wow. What? He walked the runway during New York Fashion Week in 2007? Whoa, you guys. Fashion Week in New York, I'm not even up on fashion game, but that's a big deal. Damn, for him to model during fashion, he can't, no, this Negro, hey, what's up, Nick? He went from jail to the runway of New York Fashion Week. Damn. Yeah, look, oh, and he was on the catwalk in Milan in Italy? Oh, y'all got to be kidding. Oh, uh-uh. Wow. Wow. So anyway, yeah, enough about him. He didn't dump his wife and kids, and now he's with a, a billionaire chick. Dang. Little Wayne's daughter. Damn, that's what I forgot to look up. Didn't she almost get in trouble, you guys? Oh, let me see. I don't even know her freaking name. I'm just going to say Lil Wayne's daughter. I feel like she got in trouble for something, didn't she? Excuse me. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah, she's 19. You know, he has more than one kid, but, yeah, I could have sworn she just got in trouble. Yeah. Oh, let me see. Yeah, because I think her boyfriend is some kind of rapper. Or something. Huh. Something went on, you guys. Oh, let's see what happened. Dang, she looked older than 19. Oh, look, she got a little miles on her. Anyway. Uh, oh, it says her and her boyfriend appeared uh, in handcuffs on June the 1st in Tennessee. Uh, the footage went viral, and she issued a statement. And she just said uh, she's not behind bars. Hmm. Yeah, because I know the rumor was she was, uh, her boyfriend allegedly had a gun, but um, she kept it in her purse. Like, okay. Hmm. Dang. Oh, God. She's crazy. He'll get her pregnant. Watch. Yeah. Watch homeboy do a Jeremy Meek. She's like, shit, let me knock her up real quick. Shit. What else? 
Oh, Trey Songs. What's is there something going on with him? Isn't he being accused of alleged assault or something like that? What's homeboy's name? Yeah, let me see. Oh, what? What? Let me see. What's going on with Trey Songs? Is what the Trey Songs is being sued in Detroit federal court by a police officer? Whoa, and a photographer who say they were assaulted by him. What? Uh, who knows? Oh, it says they described the scene of racial epithets, intoxication, uh, irate, uncooperative behavior. Ooh, coming, that's what they said they witnessed from Trey Songs. Ooh. And this was what? Mm. Oh, during some kind of event or something. It says, uh, I guess a photographer was struck in the head by a micro uh, Trey Songs hurled. Oh, during some kind of commotion, causing the photographer to fall face first to the concrete floor. Oh, damn. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, I think Trey Songs is going to come up with some money. Oh, what does it say? Uh, Washington Capitals break D.C. sports curse. They win the franchise's first Stanley Cup. Oh, okay. I don't know anything about hockey, but, God, that sounds like a big story, though, right? Let me see, hockey. Look, I bet you all like Lisa. Come on now. I don't see nothing. Is that new news or what? Because I don't see nothing. Let me see. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. I didn't even know the Stanley Cup was going on, y'all. I had no clue. Anyway, I think that's all I got for news, you guys. I know you guys are ready for the topic, huh? I know. Me too, man. Me too. (laughs) Let's talk about this. Let me shut all this stuff down. Oh, and if you guys want to call in, feel free. Shit, man, I ain't doing nothing. (laughs) You guys can go ahead and give me a call. Area code is 347-996-5369. Press 1 on your keypad if you want to talk to me, or you can go on YouTube, and my chat room is open. All right, y'all. Uh, should we talk? About, let's talk about Rudy Giuliani first. I think I want to talk about this. Yeah, let's, let's talk about Rudy. I want to hear you guys' take on this. What did you say, Nick? Is anti-Afro Swingali your alter ego? No. You know what? I like her, though. You know what some people have said they feel we're the same person? Some people think we're related. But as far as I know, I'm not related to her. So some people say our voices are similar. You know, so I don't, you never know. You know, but as far as I know... (laughs) You know, we're not related, you know, or anything like that. But I always say she's a professional one. You know what I mean? I'm kind of like kind like the tacky one. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, because she's very professional, you know, and I'm kind of, uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it. <laughs> yeah, I know, Nick, people say, um, yeah, some people say we do. Karen said, y'all sound nothing alike. Yeah, so I don't know. I have no idea. 
But yep, yep, yep. Okay, y'all. Let's talk about Giuliani. Oh, Giuliani. From what I remember of Giuliani growing up, it seemed like he was doing good things. I don't know. You know, because, you know, as a kid growing up, I just seen it seemed like New York was getting all cleaned up, right? So I don't know. And remember, Giuliani is known for going after the mafia. You know, when he was a young guy, he felt, since he was Italian, uh, he felt it was his duty to go after uh, the Italian mafia and shut them down. And he used uh, the RICO Act uh, to get them. Uh, the RICO Act was a law that was already in place, but people kind of wasn't using that law. So I think uh, when he started using it, the law was in effect for like 10 to 12 years, uh, but nobody kind of wasn't using it. But he was like, you know what, this would be a good law to use against the mafia, and that's what he did. And you guys know uh, because of his success, uh, with that, um, became the governor of New York, you know, and all that stuff. And uh, people give him credit for, you know, cleaning up New York and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, what you say, Karen? He was a shitty mayor. Yeah, see, that's what I'm saying, Karen. When you actually live in New York or you live by New York, you know the real story. You know what I mean? But when you don't live in that area, you're kind of like, well, the media saying he did good. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but it seemed like, um, what happened to Rudy, y'all? I don't know. It seems like he's, um, oh, you know what, Karen? I, I don't think he was mayor during the Central Park rape trial. I remember that trial very well. Yeah, ooh, the Central Park jogger. Ooh, I remember that case very well. Uh, for those of you who don't know, let me see when that came out. Wasn't that in the 90s? Yes, because it was a group of black guys. They were arrested for raping a white jogger in Central Park, and uh, and all of them were found not guilty. You know, ooh, I remember that. Oh yeah. Yeah, let me see. When did this? Ha- oh, yep, yeah, it happened 1989. Mm. Wow, 1989 was a. Felt like it was a bad year. Say a bad year, but was it the Yusef Hawkins case that happened in 1989? And I don't know. It seems like it was a lot of um, racial stuff or something. I could be totally wrong, but it seemed like some of that kind of stuff was going on. Yeah, I can't say I don't remember Trump said some racist stuff. Yeah, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people were like, lock them up. I can't believe they raped this lady. And, ooh, it was a hot mess. Oh, yeah, let me see. She was attacked on the night of April the 19th, uh, 1989. Ooh, Tawana Brawley case. Ooh, yes, Karen. Mm. Okay, the jogger was attacked. And she was left in a coma for 12 days. Wow. Uh, she was 28 years old at the time. She was an investment banker. Uh, wow. Uh, five juveniles, four black and one Hispanic. Uh, they were arrested. 
uh, uh, for a number of the attacks that were being committed in uh, Central Park. Mm, what else? Uh, before the trial, the FBI taste, uh, tested the DNA of the rape kit and found it did not match any of the suspects. Mm. Wow. But they were convicted in 1990 by juries in two separate trials. They received sentences ranging from 5 to 15 years. Wow. And the defendant spent between six to 13 years in prison. Turned out uh, in 2002, Matias Reyes, a convicted murderer and serial rapist in prison, he confessed to raping uh, the jogger. And the DNA confirmed it. Wow, because he knew facts about the crime that only the rapist would know. And at the time of his confession in 2002, he was already serving a life sentence. Damn. Uh, uh, the guys, their convictions were vacated in 2002. Whoa. Mm-mm-mm. They sued. Uh, the city refused to settle for over 10 years. Whoa. Damn. So they didn't get any money until 2014. Wow. They settled the case for $41 million, which is nothing when you divide it among five people who spent jail time for crimes that they didn't commit. Damn. Hmm? Yeah, because I remember this case. Wow, 1989. Mm. I remember that case very well. Mm. Yeah, because it was a whole, it was like a racial. It was like, ooh, it was really something. Uh, Just like, what's the other case, you guys? Remember the guy that was on the subway and he said some black guys tried to rob him, so he pulled out his gun and just started shooting them? Remember that, you guys? I remember that case very well. That was very racial. It was like, what? God. Yeah. Yeah, you're right, Ken. It's like a lot of stuff like that happened in 89. Now it's all coming back to me. Yeah, because that Yusef Hawkins, I don't know why I it had to have been around this time. Let me just look it up, you guys. Oh, let me see. Yusef Hawkins. Let me look him up. And of course, I don't know how to spell. Mmm. Wow. Oh, God, Lisa, come on. Sorry, you guys. I just remember this case because I remember it was a big deal back in the day. Oh, let's see. Yeah, that happened in 1989. Yep. 16-year-old a black guy shot to death. 1989, Benson Hurt, a predominantly Italian-American working-class neighborhood. Yeah, why did they kill him? Uh, wow, he was with three of his friends, and he was attacked by a crowd of 10 to 30 people with baseball bats. One of them had a gun and shot him twice in the chest, and he died. Damn. Mm, mm, mm. Uh, yeah, I remember that. I feel like there was another case, too. 
Yusef Hawkins. Oh, God. It seemed like Public Enemy said it in their song. Welcome to the Terradome. Oh, God. Let me remember real quick, you guys. Sorry. Uh, can't wait for the state to divide the faith so the show I Oh, God. Sorry, you guys. What is the name? There was another one. You know, Public Enemy mentions it in the song, Welcome to the Terradome. Oh, God. Oh, shoot. Let me see. Sorry, you guys. It's somebody else. Yep, yeah, the lyrics. God, I, I know this song, man. I got some. Okay, here we go. Oh, and two. Remember Huey Newton? Wasn't he killed in 1989, right? Wasn't he murdered in 1982? Damn. Let me see. Made the call. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, God. Oh, almost. Oh, okay, they're talking about Yousef Hawkins. Yeah, it says, first, nothing's worse than a mother's pain of a son slain in Bensonhurst. Okay, they're talking about Yousef Hawkins. Sorry about that, you guys. Damn, what a horrible year. Right? What a, I thought 2016 was a horrible year uh, for black men getting killed. I seem like 2015 was just a fucking nightmare. Right? It's like, wow. Uh, let me see when Huey Newton. I don't know where he was, um, uh, where he was murdered at. Let's see. Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, he was only 47 when he passed. Damn. Mm-mm-mm. Let's see, you guys. Oh, Huey. Okay. Uh, and I'm getting this from Wikipedia, you guys. So, uh, Huey was murdered during an alleged drug deal in the neighborhood of Lower Bottoms in West Oakland. Within days, Tyrone Robinson was arrested as a suspect. He was on parole and admitted to the murder to police, claiming self defense. Police found no evidence that Newton was carrying a gun. Robinson was convicted on first-degree murder in 1991 for the term of 32 years to life. Mm. Robinson's motive was to advance in the Black Gorilla family, a narcotic prison gang, in order to get a crack franchise. Really? Wow. Newton's funeral was held at Allen Temple Baptist Church, where he was a member. Uh, some 1,300 mourners were accommodated inside, and another five to 600 listened to the service from outside. Whoa. Newton's achievements in civil rights and work on behalf of black children and families with the Black Panther Party were celebrated. Newton's body was cremated, and his ashes were interned at Evergreen Cemetery in Oakland. Wow, I didn't know he was cremated. Damn. Yeah, I remember very well when he was murdered. Oh, it kind of like just hit you hard, man. It's like, who would murder a member of the Black Panther Party? You know what I mean? Well, I remember, you know, 
Fred Hampton, you know, got killed by the cops. But, you know, I'm talking that, you know, in my generation, you know what I mean? It's like Huey P is gone. It's like, God, it seemed like I knew Huey P. Newton. I don't even remember the first time I even heard his name. He knows one of those. He was always one of those people where he, his name was just always around or something. You know, it's like now that I think about it, did I hear about him on TV, on the radio? I don't know where I remember. Um, yeah. Oh, Nick Ray, I was in high school when Hawkins was killed. I saw his father on Oprah. He was understandably living. Yeah. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Huey P. Man, I forgot about him being murdered like that. Yeah. Uh, uh, uh. Oh, man. Damn, I'm all depressed, right? <laughs> like, oh, man. Yeah, I totally forgot 1989 was horrible. Shit. Mm, mm, mm. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, and then that song came out by Public Enemy, Fight the Power. Woo, God, that was, oof. That video and that song, epic. Mm, mm, mm. Oh, man. Yeah, Huey P. Mm, mm, mm. You know who I met? Uh, this was a while ago. Uh, a documentary came out on the Black Panther Party, and there was a screening. I'm out here in uh, California, Lamert Park, uh, if you guys are familiar. Uh, that's right off of Crenshaw, right on Crenshaw, actually, Lamert Park. Uh, a gentleman had uh, did a documentary on the Black Panther Party, and I got to sit right next to Elaine Brown. Elaine Brown was a member of the Black Panther Party, you know, very nice-looking older lady. You know, and so it's so funny because at first my sister was sitting next to her. I said, let me sit next to her. I just wanted to sit next to, like, I don't know, like, greatness. You know what I mean? Like, maybe some of it will rub off on me. You know what I mean? And it was so weird sitting next to her and watching a video about the Black Panther Party, and she's in the documentary. You know what I mean? Like, wow, she was a part of the Black Panther Party. It's like, wow. And I know one gentleman, uh, older gentleman, you know, he was a member of the Black Panther Party. He was in the documentary as well. And I know, uh, you know, we were talking outside or whatever, and he had walked past me. And I told him, I said, thank you for having the courage. Sorry, you guys. I just got emotional. Um. Is it that time of the month? Uh, maybe. I don't know. No, I just told him, thank you for having the courage that I don't have. And I told him that. You know? Mm. These young these young men risked their lives for us. You know? And now it has dwindled down to niggas fussing and fighting on YouTube. You know, it brings tears to your eyes. It really does. It's like, mm, mm, mm. All right, you guys. Anyway. Shit, I need a drink after all that, right? Mm-mm-mm. What I got to open up here? Here, move out the way. I got too much stuff open. Oh, we did all that because we were talking about Rudy Giuliani. I see you, 617. So, yeah. It's like, wow. Because I guess it's one of those, you know how you may see an older person and you never know what they did in their life. You know what I mean? Whether good or bad, you know? 
I remember when my daughter was a little girl, uh, the Tuskegee Airmen, uh, they were, uh, it was kind of like they were having a discussion. You know, they were seated at a table, and they were taking questions from the audience and stuff like that. And my daughter was maybe five years old at the time, and she's like, who are they? You know, she didn't know. You know, but I told her, trust me, when you get old enough, you'll thank me for this. (laughs) You know what I mean? And it was the weirdest thing was after it was all over. Oh, and one of the Tuskegee Airmen, he had told us, do not look to them as your heroes. In other words, I don't want to say he felt they were from a bygone generation, but he was trying to say, be your own hero. You know what I mean? Make it, you know, do your own thing, you know? And it was so interesting, like, after it was over. And this was actually, you guys that live in California, Exposition Park, you know, where they have the Natural History Museum and, you know, everything like that. Yeah, it was at Exposition Park. And after it was over and everything like that, you know, we walked outside. You know, people are walking around and stuff like that. And I seen one of those Tuskegee Airmen, you know, just walking and disappearing into the crowd. You know, and I'm like, damn all these people walking past this old black man, they don't even know they are walking past history. This man was a freaking Tuskegee Airman. I'm like, damn. You know, it's just so weird, you know. Hey, Anonymous, uh, uh-oh, look at me, tongue-tied, anonymously affiliated, affiliated radio. Hey, what's up? Yeah, so you never know. You know, when you're walking about, you never know, honey. You could be walking past greatness and don't even know it. So, yep. Mm -hmm. Anyway, look at talking all this stuff. Let's get back to Rudy Giuliani. Okay, so we already know now his um, track record as being governor. Right, Karen? Karen said it was garbage. (laughs) So, you know, I'm going to take Karen's word for it, okay? I'm definitely going, hmm, who am I going to trust, Rudy Giuliani or Karen? Uh, I think I'm a big Karen. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, Giuliani uh, this week was bopping off at the mouth, uh, talking about, you know, Stormy Daniels, okay? And he was cold. Now, first of all, before I talk about Stormy Daniels, I will admit, yes, I will admit that, you know, I did say she was, um, she looked older than what she was. I assume she was in her 40s, maybe 45, 46. She's actually 39. I didn't know that, you know, and I did say, you know, and I'll admit it, that out of all the porn stars that Donald Trump, you know, it's like, oh, okay, you pick this one. I I will admit to that. You know, hey, it is what it is. I will admit to that. Okay, okay. So anyway, (laughs) after that, uh, yeah, really Giuliani wilding out about Stormy Daniels. And then uh, he, he said, uh, it's on YouTube or whatever. I'm just going to say it verbatim, right? He says, look at Stormy. And he did his face like, yikes. You know what I mean? Like, oh, look at Stormy, you know? And then he said, look at Trump's ex-wife. You know, talking about, look, they were all of that. And you think Trump would have sex with Stormy Daniels, you know? And Giuliani also said he doesn't respect a porn star the same way he respects a career woman. He doesn't respect a woman uh, like her, you know, that degrades and sells herself like that. And he says Trump's ex-wives and his current wife, you know, they're classy, you know, and everything like that. All right. 
Yeah, you're funny. Okay, first of all, we all know when it comes to porn, there's a double standard, right? I mean, men in porn, you know, they don't get the same pushback the way the women do in porn, you know? It's one of those situations, man, once you do one porn movie, you might as well just keep it pushing and keep it going because there's no way you'll ever be able, I hate to say it, but to come back to society, so to speak. You understand what I'm saying? It's like, that's a wrap, you know? Even though, you know, porn is a billion, probably a trillion-dollar industry, uh, women in porn, they still don't get that respect, kind of. You understand what I mean? It seems like people like to watch them in porn movies, but there's a double standard like, ooh, I wouldn't want my daughter to do that, but, hell, I'll watch somebody else's daughter do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, ooh, I wouldn't want my daughter to be a porn star, but, hey, if your daughter's a porn star, hell, I'll watch her. You know what I mean? It's that double standard, you know? And men that are in porn, they're kind of allowed to, like, go into porn and they can leave porn and, like, nothing. You know what I mean? And go on with their life. But with women, it's kind of like, ah, you know, that double standard, you know? It's like, mm, mm, mm. Yeah, what you say, Karen? Porn is a billion-dollar industry because the average man watches it and will cheat with one. Oh, yeah, you know, Giuliani. Oh, please. man, please, he'd hop on for me in a minute. You know, it's I hate, oh, I just hate when they're like, ugh, ugh, you'd be the, oh, he'd be the first one to hop on that lady. It's like, please, you probably have to call 911 on him. It's like, uh-uh. But, yeah, we do know that is a double standard. And Giuliani, he's the type of guy when it comes to talking about morals and stuff like that. First of all, none of us are perfect, but then there are some people like Rudy Giuliani where, damn, bro, you're going to hell. No, you're going to hell. No, I mean, ooh, it's like, okay, first of all, his first marriage, I think his first marriage was in 1968 or something like that. But guess what, y'all? He married his second cousin. Ew, second cousin. Ew, you know, and then they had no children or anything like that. But then later he tried to say, what? I didn't know she was my second cousin. What, what? And people are like, quit tripping. You knew that was your second cousin. When people found out, that's when you wanted a divorce. So who knows? Excuse me, guys. So who knows if all that's true or not, but hey. That's what the streets are talking. That's what they're saying, right? So anyway, then he got married again. Uh, he allegedly had an affair uh, while he was married with his press secretary. I'm like, what? Then a few years later, in 1999, uh, he had another affair. And with this chick, he was actually giving her use to a car service. But it's like it's a car service that's provided uh the city provides it, and it's not supposed to be for side chicks, you know what I mean? So I'm pretty sure um, taxpayer money was used. So it's like, oh, man, it's like, uh-uh. So anyway, it's 1999, you know, he got a he got another jump off. And then a year later, people noticed he stopped wearing his wedding ring. So people, rumors were going around, so he held a press conference. And in this press conference, he's like, you know what, I'm getting a divorce, you know. But guess what? 
his wife is like, we are? Yeah, y'all. He neglected to tell his wife they were getting a divorce, okay? So he told the public first. Then he told his wife, hey, by the way, we're getting a divorce. <laughs> I was like, wow. So anyway, the chick that was his side piece became his new wife, and they got married in 2003. Okay, a few years later, 2007, his two children were like, Dad, we're cool on you. Bye-bye. So, you know, they were uh, estranged from each other. So they're like, Dad, you dirty. What's going on here? But then they reconciled in 2014. But guess what, y'all? As of April of this year, his wife filed for a divorce. Hmm. I wonder why. Cheating again? So anyway, Giuliani's just nasty, you know, and I don't even know. He's so stupid. When you have a track record like this, why go after a porn star? I don't get it. It's like, mm, mm mm-mm. But at the same time, Giuliani has the same double standard that a lot of us have. You understand what I mean? If I were at some kind of mixer or something like that, some kind of event like that, hey, Lisa, um, you know, what do you do for a living? You know, let's just say, oh, you know, um, I'm a high school teacher, and I've been teaching for about five years now. Oh, Lisa, great, great. Now, first of all, you don't even know if I'm a good or bad teacher. You know, I'm just saying I'm a teacher, you know, and everybody's like, oh, great, great. Teaching our youth, great. Hey, what about uh, this chick over here? I don't know. Let's just say her name is Peggy. Peggy, yeah, hi, my name is Peggy, and I'm a porn star. And like Lisa, um, I've been in my field for five years now, and so far so good. Now, you guys already know, after she said that, People are going to be looking at her a little different than Lisa, right? It's going to be like, ooh, you know. And men will say that too, but then they'll want to get her phone number, right? You know what I mean? Oh, I hate this double standard. Oh, my God. And, hey, I do it too, okay? I'm guilty of it too. Trust and believe. If my daughter ever did porn, would I commit suicide? It would be so heavy on my heart. I, honest to God, it would be like, oh, my God. You know what I mean? Ooh. And especially this porn nowadays. Ooh. Oh, it's not even, is it even porn nowadays? It's, oh, I don't know. I bet y'all like, Lisa, how do you know? Don't worry about it. Okay, I did my research. Now, actually, a few years ago, one of my old shows, I was talking about black people in porn. And how they don't make a lot of money. And it's kind of like, so why do you do it anyway? I'm not wearing my coochie out for chump change. I mean, you understand what I'm saying? So, yeah, a lot of uh, black people that get into porn, uh, some of them still work a regular nine to five. It's like, but I don't get it. You know what I mean? And you know how it is with porn. Some people, they retire. And then, you know, then they come back. And some of the women, bless their hearts, they retire. Then a few years later, they come back. But when they come back, they're older. Not saying that age, you know, is a requirement, but they look older. You understand what I mean? Like, like, are you all right? You know what I mean? Like, did you retire from porn and get into drugs or something? You know, because now they look worn. You know, it's hard for me to explain, but you know what I mean.
thing I don't like about the media now, the media now is um, trying to treat Stormy very well. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, Giuliani, he's so disgusting. And da, da, da. I'm like, that may well be, but quit acting like, you know, you've always treated Stormy Daniels well, okay? Don't try to act, you know what I mean. I mean, they're trying to act like, you know, like she just has a regular job. And how could he talk about her? I mean, come on, y'all would probably talk about her too, please. So yes, I don't like that, you know, because quit acting like, you know, Stormy. It's like, uh-uh, don't do that. Uh-uh, I don't like that double standard. Oh, you guys, we're almost going to be off blog talk. Oh, no, before we go, I wanted, uh, I need to talk about Kim real quick. Don't go, y'all. Let me talk about Kim real quick. As you guys know, and then we'll get back um, on YouTube. Um, then we'll get back to uh, Stormy if you guys want to. Yeah, so anyway, you guys know Kim Kardashian. Uh, She had met with Donald Trump uh, last week, you know, a few days ago, to talk about Alice Johnson. Now, Alice Johnson uh, is a black woman that in 1996, she was uh, convicted. Uh, It was a drug charge, her first time offense, and she allegedly was kind of like a go-between. You know, she was kind of like a telephone I don't want to say like a dispatcher, but you know what I mean. She was like a go-between. But uh, she got life in prison without parole. Uh, Kim Kardashian heard about the story. Uh, She contacted a, I think uh, she got her publicist or lawyer or something to look into the case. Uh, She got in contact with Donald Trump's uh, uh, son-in-law, who's all about prison reform. And uh, next thing you know, Kim Kardashian's going to the White House. I'm like, what? You talked to Donald Trump about pardoning this lady. And uh, in less than a week, Alice Johnson uh, was released and was released from prison. And, oh, God, it was so wonderful. Because at first I was a little hard, a little, just a little bit on Alice. Because I'm like, wait a second. She had to have done more in the drug game for her to get life without parole. But then again, I forgot 1994 crime bill that Bill Clinton passed. You know, she fell under that, you know, and at the time of her conviction, she was in her 40s. Uh, She had a gambling addiction. She had a good job at FedEx, but she lost it because of gambling addiction. She went through a foreclosure, a divorce, and she lost a son. So, you know, she felt she didn't have any other alternative, you know. So, but she's always. uh, she's never said, you know, oh, you know, I, you know what I mean. She's always said, hey, you know, I understand I did what I did and it was wrong, you know. So, yeah, and she had a good record while she was in prison, but I was in shock. My mouth was held open all day. I couldn't even work at work. I'm like, Kim Kardashian went to the White House and a few days later this lady is set free. I'm like, what? Then I'm like, well, damn, maybe Kim Kardashian is a new savior for black people. Shit, we busy wasting time on Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby, a man that can afford the best attorneys in the world. Bill, what was the last time Bill was in the hood? Mm, what, about 60 years ago, late 1950s? We, we sit up here acting like he still lives there, you know? And then we act like he's a, he's a child. Oh, he's so old. I hope he'll be okay. Like he got railroaded. Bill, please look at Bill Cosby. Read his freaking deposition, please. That is what sealed his fate 
his own damn words, hanging out, picking up women like he's single. And he lied to his doctor to get that drug. He lied to his doctor. And he even said he had a separate account so his wife wouldn't find out. He's nasty. Please. Then you got a homeboy online. I won't say his name, but, you know, acting a fool, going back and forth with gamers. That's his new thing now, talking about uh, uh, there are gamers that are white supremacists, okay, and what? So what? You know, the next time I go somewhere and play Pac-Man, I got to watch over my shoulder. (laughs) Shit. People are old enough. Oh, he's sitting up here going back and forth with people old enough to be his children, please. Then you got the big old walrus-looking mother after doing movie reviews, okay? He's busy doing movie reviews. And through all this chaos, Kim Kardashian is sitting up here going to the White House and set a black woman free. That's epic to me, please. We've sat here wasting time on Meek Mill. Oh, Meek Mill, please, give me a break. No, that's Meek Mill. How is that? Please. Oh, God. Anyway, you guys that are on, I'm going to continue this on YouTube. But you guys that are listening on Blog Talk Radio, thank you guys so much for listening. I appreciate it very, very much. Like I always say, um, a lot of competition out there. You know, a lot of a lot of people are doing Blog Talk shows, hell, famous people on YouTube. They're doing Blog Talk shows. But like I always say, when you guys take time out of your day, uh, to listen to me act a fool, I greatly appreciate it. So you guys on Blog Talk, care, and I hope you guys have a good weekend. Like I said, I got a three-day weekend, so I'm going to be good. I'm going to make me some coffee after this. <laughs> Probably stay up late, you know, something I don't do on Thursday. So that's what I'll be doing. I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. Uh, I think tomorrow's supposed to be in the 80s, if I'm not mistaken. Um, I don't know. I might. Uh, I know I might want to see that movie. What is that, Ocean's 8 or something like that? Get a couple of drinks. Yeah, I'm going to relax. So, yeah, you guys on Blog Talk, take care. Have a good weekend. If you want to keep hearing this, go right now on YouTube. I'm still live in the chat. All right? (laughs) All right, you guys, I'm going to end it on Blog Talk. You guys take care. Have a good weekend, and I will talk to you next week. Thursday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, if not before. And hopefully by then LeBron will win the game. (laughs) Thank you, guys. I'll talk to you later. Bye.